a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here. Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are powerful. Is in my hand. Fan effect. We're looking for things to watch, uh, be it in the movie theater or streaming at home. There's nobody you want to ask more than Andy Farnsworth, of course, who with KSL's uh, Fan Effect podcast and KSL News Radio, and the guy who watches all the movies. That's yeah. really who you are. And there's a lot, you know. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. (laughs) You you look like you've consumed a whole lot. So just lay it on us, okay? All right. I'll. uh, Well, no, I won't say that. Every word. (laughs) Regurgitate it back to you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the fun things about movies, Dan, is that they can always surprise you. Sometimes it's a plot twist. Sometimes it's a surprise appearance of a character or an actor. And sometimes it's just the sheer craziness of a story idea. That's what has driven interest in the big movie of this week called, and I'm not making this up, Cocaine Bear. Believe it or not, it's not a Care Bears movie. Believe it or not, this movie is actually inspired by a true story that happened in 1985 when a drug runner's plane crashed into Georgia forest, and apparently a 500-pound black bear ate one of the bricks of cocaine lost in the crash. Now, certainly artistic license was taken by director Elizabeth Banks, since I'm sure, I'm not sure there was a very accurate detailed account given when the real thing happened back in the 80s. And as you can see from the trailer clips, you'll see there are a lot of people running from the raging bear. People like Carrie Russell, Alden Ehrenreich, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and noted character actress Margot Martindale. And that's understandable given the circumstances, because you see, as the Just Say No program taught us, cocaine can be wildly addictive, and this apparently is also true for the bear community. Thus, Mr. Bear is violently killing people in his search for more of the drug. This movie is exactly what it looks like. Dark comedy, lots of blood and cussing. This is also one of the late Ray Liotta's final films. What that's worth. If the trailer and description have you excited or curious, I wish you well. Cocaine Bear is rated R for pretty much all the reasons, and it is playing only in theaters. On streaming... We have a couple of big names starring in a new movie on Netflix. We have, uh, it's called, uh, We Have a Ghost, features Anthony Mackie, best known as Falcon and now Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and David Harbour from Stranger Things and Black Widow. Mackie plays a guy who moves with his wife and two teenage boys into a house that many believe to be haunted. Turns out the place is haunted by a ghost wearing a bowling shirt with the name Ernest on it. Ernest, played by David Harbour, is discovered by the teenage son named Kevin, who promptly, as a teenager would, records the encounter and posts it on the internet. Suddenly, Kevin and his family are social media sensations, as everybody wants to see and talk about Ernest. But when Kevin and his friends start investigating Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA and learn that everybody, even ghosts, have secrets in their past. 
This movie was wildly uneven, though it did have some funny moments. Jennifer Coolidge and Tig Notaro have cameos as a psychic and a paranormal investigator. But the weirdest thing from the whole movie was Ernest's ability to touch things in the real world, even though the real world couldn't touch him. Oh, and also, David Harbour doesn't say more than two words the entire movie. So if this looks interesting to you, We Have a Ghost is rated PG-13 and is streaming on Netflix. Up next are a couple of streaming series that are quite different from each other. The first is called The Consultant on Prime Video. It's billed as a twisted comedic thriller series, but mostly it's just twisted. It stars Christoph Waltz as a man named Regis Padoff, who shows up at a mobile video game app company shortly after the tragic loss of the company's founder and CEO. Padoff claims he was hired by the deceased CEO to be a consultant and make changes to get the company on track. But his methods leave everyone questioning themselves as well as this mysterious guy Padoff as they experience new demands and challenges that indeed change the company. But are those changes for the better or worse? The consultant has plenty of content warnings, and I think that will turn off a lot of potential viewers. But I have to admit, it completely hooked me, and I ended up binging seven of the eight episodes on the same day. It helps that each episode is only about 30 minutes long, but it will get in your brain, I'm telling you. It's based on the book by Bentley Little, and to my frustration, it even left the door open for a second season. The Consultant is rated TVMA, and thankfully for those who are going to watch it, all eight of the episodes are available now because you would hate it if it was every week, every once a week. Now, the other streaming series that had an intriguing premise is Liaison on Apple TV+. It's an espionage-slash-action thriller that explores how the mistakes of the past have the potential to destroy the future. A hacker in Syria manages to get into London's computer systems, opening up the barriers that keep the Thames River from overflowing. But the team of experts brought in to find a solution to the problem suspect the French government is involved, and they're right. But the exact motives for each side are unknown, and some on the English team are very well acquainted with some on the French team, which will either help the situation to be resolved in ways that it might not have happened otherwise, or it could cost the agents involved everything they hold dear. Ava Green was the only name and face I recognized in the show. Be warned, there's lots of subtitle reading involved as lots of dialogue is spoken in French and Arabic. I like the premise of Liaison, but first two episodes I watched didn't really draw me in the way I thought they would. Liaison is rated TVMA and new episodes drop each week on Apple TV+. For the honorable mention list this week, movies and shows that deserve a mention but that we don't have enough time to cover in more detail. First up is a third season of the teenage soap opera Outer Banks on Netflix. If you haven't seen this one, it's set in a coastal town of North Carolina where there's a stark divide between the wealthy seasonal residents and the working class locals. Now, without giving too much away, a group of mostly working class teens who call themselves Pogues discover some potential treasure after a hurricane passes through that might have ties with one of the group. The treasure, not the hurricane, of course. In this season three, the Pogues wash up on a deserted island that for a brief moment seems like an idyllic home, but eventually they join back in the treasure hunt and are on the run again. All ten episodes of season three are available to stream now on Netflix. It is rated TVMA, even though it's about teenagers. Another streaming series that will garner some interest is the reboot of the comedy uh, from Stars, Party Down. It's 10 years after the original series ended, and most of the Party Down catering team have moved on. After a surprise reunion, however, the gang finds themselves once again enduring the random parties and oddball guests over, all over Los Angeles. It stars Adam Scott, Ken Marino, Jane Lynch, and Megan Mullally, plus some appearances in this season from Jennifer Garner, Zoe Chow, James Marsden, and actually a whole bunch more. Each episode, our new episodes of Party Down will drop each weekend on Stars, and it is also rated TVMA.
one. Another new film out today worth mentioning is called Jesus Revolution, and it's from the makers of the movie I Can Only Imagine. Jesus Revolution is based on a true story. It stars Kelsey Grammer as Pastor Chuck Smith, a preacher in California in the 70s whose congregation is languishing, but when Smith opens the doors of the church to a group of so-called hippies, it leads to an unexpected revival of radical and newfound love. This eventually catches the attention of Time Magazine, who dubs it The Jesus Revolution. The movie is meant to be an uplifting tale of seeing everyone as God's children, no matter how they look. Jesus Revolution is rated PG-13, and this one is only in theaters. And that was the Jesus from The Chosen, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, I was going to say, if you, you recognize that guy, Revolution, that's all. it is. It's, it's the same uh, actor who plays Jesus on The Chosen. Although he doesn't play Jesus in Jesus Revolution. Okay. That's worth. And finally, one more quick mention. A streaming series on Apple TV Plus called The Reluctant Traveler. It's an unscripted series that has Eugene Levy, who admits he hates to travel and usually tries to avoid it, traveling to various locations throughout the world to experience what each place has to offer. It's quite funny, and Levy seems some, uh, goes to some beautiful places like Costa Rica, Finland, Italy, Japan, and even Utah in one of the episodes. Again, it's called The Reluctant Traveler, and it is on Apple TV Plus. Now... Not every week is a winner. This is one that doesn't have a lot of great stuff. But next week, we have the third installment of the Creed boxing movie franchise, which, of course, were the sequels to the Rocky boxing movie franchise. And we have the long-awaited return of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Now we're talking. That's what my family's talking about. My boys who are just catching up on the Rocky films, because they've seen the Creed films. Now, oh, Dad, we haven't seen Rocky Four. I'm like, come on now. My brother on, showed kids. the Rocky films to his daughters, and they're like, Dad, why are they beating on each other so much? <laughs> my kids go, why are they boxing like that? It doesn't look like boxing. Oh, and, uh, well, I'll talk about it next <laughs> just week. Just hold the gloves up. <laughs> oh, Protect yourself. Anyway, yeah. Fight choreography has come a long way. I'll it talk has. more about that next week. And we're excited about uh, The Mandalorian, too. So, cool. Lots to think about, Andy. Lots to watch. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful. And I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.